0: Hey, this is Jeff Delgado and you're listening to the Master of One podcast. You can reach me at Instagram at JeffDelgadoArt and Twitter at Jeff underscore Delgado.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Master of One podcast, the podcast that's 100% sure of itself, 60% of the time part one this week we talk about Directv now bloodborne and mondo's nickelodeon show and we talk with our new friend derek temple of the pin sanctuary i'm andrew your master of art and design i'm patrick your master of television and film and i'm luke your master of toys and games so open your eyes and look down at your feet because it's time to step into another episode
2: do i rub my head and pat my stomach
1: to kick every episode off by going around the table, which is where we talk about something new, fun, or noteworthy about our week. But first, if you want to be a part of making this whole show happen, you can join us on Patreon. Becoming a patron means showing your support, helping us cover costs, and as a bonus, you'll get exclusive content you won't get anywhere else. You can become a patron for as little as $1 a month, so go to patreon.com one podcast now to contribute. But Luke, why don't you tell us about your week?
2: Uh yeah, my week was pretty simple. Um I got a I got a uh note. Uh I got well, I got a package in the mail. I got a p- the print from Arsenal Handicraft. They sent uh sent me a copy of the glow in the dark print that were given away on the giveaway. Yeah. Um <laughs> and they sent a little note in with it. Yeah, I know, redundant. It's I
3: doing do notes the best.
2: Uh, yeah, super good. It says, "Luke, thanks for having us on the show. If you ever make your way to Detroit, be sure to let us know." That rhymes. Uh, and it's just super awesome, uh. And their their stationery is really good, um. But yeah, the print is insane in person. It's so cool. Uh, I showed the boys and they were like, oh, Milo's like, "It glows." It was. Is cool. it like really good? Uh, is
1: it glowing really
2: good? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. so excited. It, it, it's really good. Um. Other than that, uh. Real quick, I so I was I've been working on some uh t- uh terrain or dungeon stuff for D&D. and i made this like modular dungeon stuff and we used it last night and it's pretty oh, good awesome so
3: that's nice like, yeah. the center block i guess that center block especially yeah. looks really
1: nice yeah so do you ever like paint that moss and like stuff into the cracks yeah
2: so yeah i just i had to get it done real quick because our, our every other friday session you know was happening uh And I had to get stuff painted. I made some uh, bookshelves and stuff like that, little fun stuff. Um,
3: Bro, you're talented.
2: Did you know that? No. I mean, yeah, thanks. Andrew Uh, doesn't tell you enough. Yeah, I made a rack, a, a torture rack. Okay, that's right? that's
3: disgusting. You've wasted your life.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've I've been. I've I love been that you tagged to onto that. that. You've wasted
2: your life. Well, you can't give me too many compliments, guys. I'll be confident. You build them up and you um, tear them
1: down. It's how you keep them where they need to be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh But yeah, I've been doing more of that, and that's fun. So yeah, it was a quick paint. I'm gonna finish it up and add some like moss and different stuff like that to it. So it'll be fun. Cool and that that's kind of it Patrick how about your week
3: yeah I got something to show you guys so Andrew Kolb's name we've heard around here a few times really love that guy and uh, he had these prints he put out this week he had 10 of each um, on his store and I, I think I told you I picked these up um, I'm gonna finish the story that I started though and uh, and I grabbed these two they are both uh, Wizard of Oz yeah oh, and uh, they' are signed Andrew Kolb I got the five of ten set which is really good. Ooh. Now, he also threw in... And so, last week, I was jealous because Andrew got like a little hand-done cold print, but now I've got one. He oh, also threw Toto. in Toto. And it says, uh, Hi, you two, and has Colb's signature. It's, it's super good. I love it. Uh But what's funny, if you remember last week on the podcast, I made the comment that I bought these, and as soon as I bought them, I immediately remembered he had a 50% off coupon. And... Uh, you know, it was a really, it was just a dumb thing on my part. And now they're not expensive, so it's not like I was upset. You know, it's not like me and Mackenzie weren't going to eat that month because I bought two prints from him. But um, anyway, I kind of kicked myself for it, moved on. Three days later, I get an email from Kolb. He heard me mention it on the episode, and he refunded me 50% of my order. <laughs> um, what a freaking stand up guy. So. He didn't have to. I immediately told him, like, you can have the money. But uh, uh, that's what he did. So you know what that means? You
1: know what that means? He listens to the show actively. (laughs) Which means he'll probably hear this too. So,
3: hey. I hope hope he doesn't think I'm actually sending him this money
0: back.
3: (laughs) It's been spent. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, this is long gone.
3: um man super nice like absolutely super nice so did you expect both, anything less from from our no, our happiest nicest no, friend from the north no of course not so he he 100 uh met my expectations so um man i think that's about it you know we did we did christmas pictures this week yeah, I so saw that. I, I have that thrown in we did like a little 10 minute photo shoot Did Katie Um, do that for you? Your sister do it? She did. She did. We were on the way to literally like between leaving church and going to lunch. We stopped for literally 10 minutes and took those. And, um, but man, this, I don't, like this week is so insane. There's just so much going on. It's end of the year. We have a couple weeks left before 2017. And, uh, man, I haven't come up, like, for a breath in, uh, it feels like, a couple weeks now. So, I've got a uh, a lot of cool stuff on the way next week, but uh, Kolb Kolb was the one rocking, um, you know, my, uh, what is this, my December, week of December 11th, 2016, belongs to Andrew Kolb. Man, he did it.
1: There you so go. Um, so I'll just go ahead I mean I had a ton of stuff um, Some of the stuff I'm going to save Until my master category um, But I got so many things In the mail in the last couple of days It's been crazy um, So I did get the uh, I got my Joshua Budich mystery tube I'm going to show you guys a couple oh. of the things That I got in my Joshua Budich mystery tube It was so hard for me not to buy this Did come off the wall? <laughs> I took No No Okay. I took some stuff off the wall intentionally, um, but that was last week. Ah. So, um, so first of all, I got this, and uh, this is the Charlie Brown, and I think it's Linus. Who's the who's the one who has the the blanket? It might not be Linus. Linus. Is it Linus okay? Linus. So, um, this print, which is amazing, uh, yeah. it's gonna go that's perfectly cool. with our um with our other one from last year. You have the one from last year, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So it's gonna go perfectly with that. That was, I mean, this was that print right there with Charlie Brown. Shandra saw that and she said, like, "You have to get that mystery tube." So, like, this is like the first one I've gotten so in a long that's time. The one,
2: that's the one that's guaranteed in the tube. Yeah, right? that's the
1: one that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um. So here's what wasn't guaranteed in the tube, but I I did manage to get some foil uh r2d2 and c3po um screen prints which are freaking amazing and they're not terribly large which is awesome because i don't have enough space so i can get a tiny little five inch by five inch uh uh frame and i'd be good to go um and i can't grab the other two because they're they're back here well i guess maybe i can um I got, but they're each 24 by 36. Um, wow. Yeah. One of them is his Fight Club one. Have you seen it?
2: Oh, yeah. So
1: I got his Fight Club uh, print, That's which good. is insane. Like yes. the colors on it are just, here, I'll try to hold it up. You guys can do commentary because I won't be able to get to the mic. But here's, see if you can see the colors, see if they translate. Yeah, like, uh,
2: like oh my gosh. And red and blue.
3: That's a pretty uh, new print too, right? That's in the past. Gosh, uh, it's really good. Isn't that in the past two months that he released that print, Andrew? And then what's this other one yes. you're holding up?
1: Okay, so then here's the other one, and I I don't remember the name of the the property. Maybe Luke, you'll know the property, but it's a you know that big like um Japanese like rabbit looking thing. I you've oh, yeah. seen him a thousand times. I just don't, I don't know. I've never actually seen the movie that he's tied to or the show or whatever. But here's the print.
2: Oh uh, yeah! I, I have no idea what that is at all. <laughs> okay, so here's so here's the deal. So
1: for you listening, you just heard some dead air. But here's what here's what it is. It's uh, mostly green, um, but it's this big character sleeping, and there's a little child sleeping on its on its belly. It's Totoro. Totoro, Totoro. Okay, and um, it's yeah. in the woods, and it's really cool. Um, but it's glow in the dark. So when you turn the lights yeah. off, he wakes up, and the kid crawls up his like. Crawls up his chest more, and the other characters wake up too, and they, it com- it completely glows. Um, so the whole scene kind of changes, which is really cool, really neat. Um, finally, um, I can't get to it; it's behind my computer. But there is a—it's flattening out right now on the desk. It's a twelve by eighteen Darth Vader. Print that I've never seen before. I haven't seen him post anything of it. I haven't seen anything. It's the background of it is a bunch of collaged old Star Wars comic books. It's a screen print. This is still Buddhist This is all still Buddhist. Um Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. 50 bucks shipped this to is me. nuts. Um and uh it's like a whole bunch of the the old school Star Wars comics. And then um he uh I'm trying to look at it. That's why I'm tilting the computer down, guys. Um At your crutch. Sorry. Can I I say that? Can we say crutch on this podcast? Because that's... That's what I'm seeing on this and podcast. And then Darth Vader um, is like silhouetted over top of it. I'll show it to you at some point. I'll, I'll take a picture of him and post it, um, but it's flattening out it right now. Um, now. But holy cow. He jam packed this, uh, this thing full of amazing artwork. And uh, once again, if you haven't gotten a Budich mystery tube, you are missing out because he does fantastic work. You're and, mysterying uh, out. You are mysterying out. Um, and then just as a, a, nice, little, uh, a nice little shout out, um uh our friend Jeff Delgado our our, our uh, friend of the show Jeff Delgado he's been on before um he you know him from South Park fame he does the all of like the uh video game artwork and stuff like that for the packaging for South Park and scenes and stuff like that anyway um, I met a up with butthole. I met, I met up with him in uh, in Austin, and um, and he brought. I, I got him into the Mondo show, and he brought me a signed print um, just for for hooking him up. And um, it's his pinky in the brain from a from the show they just did <laughs> the other day, and he signed it. Um, I don't know if it looks like it may glow in the dark, just given how it how it's you know colored and stuff but um super fun guy super cool dude and uh, maybe even see a couple of things come up he said he might dedicate a piece to me that came up in our conversation so stay tuned to that um but that was my week uh, so much other stuff going on but i have to save some stuff um, otherwise this whole episode will be just me talking about stuff that people sent me this week so um that's it for our round the table up next a special interview with our new friend derek temple So typically we save our interview portions until our Friday episodes, but this week something really special happened, and we just felt like we couldn't wait an extra minute to talk to our next guest. So our guest that's with us is a guy that I've followed for a while on Instagram, and uh, that's, I mean, that's honestly where we all find each other these days anyway. Um, But he is an amazing illustrator, and he's a graphic designer, and he is co-owner of the Pin Sanctuary, Um, and uh, so we are excited to talk to Derek Temple. Welcome, Derek, to the show right all right O-D-T. <laughs> so derek all right so um we got a chance the other day to meet up in person when i was in florida um it just so happens that you live right down the street from where i stay when i go down there and it was just yeah i posted like a picture of uh we were doing like a family photo shoot and you and i tagged that we were in clearwater and you're like where in Clearwater are you? And, uh, I think what, maybe the next morning or the the next evening we were getting together and grabbing coffee. So, um, Instagram is a thing that brings people together. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, but tell everybody who you are and what you do. And, uh, and then we have a couple of questions to ask you and then you've got a, a pretty cool story to share.
0: Yeah. Uh, my name is Derek Temple. I'm a graphic designer and illustrator. I, uh, co-own the pin sanctuary with my buddy in South Korea we create and design pins just for started out with something for fun and now it's really starting to trickle into something more and uh, I do a lot of freelance illustration work on the side as well and uh, as for my story yesterday I recently got engaged and uh
1: and by recently you mean like Less, literally yesterday yeah
0: literally yesterday <laughs> and, uh,
3: that is recent congratulations thank you so wait it went through
1: yeah you're like well, we'll yep. yeah so what you did you you told the ending first and he's gonna go back and backtrack through it it's gonna be like uh tarantino it yeah he's gonna tarantino this story so uh so go for it what so how did this whole thing happen
0: so how the uh proposal went down was my fiance i guess i can say now uh since the beginning of our relationship we've taken these photos of our feet which don't let that confuse you with a foot fetish but <laughs> we've taken these photos well,
1: before now <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I would protest too much
0: <laughs> i would always take these photos of our feet in all these awesome moments or locations throughout the country boston la new york city all these cool places and it's just it's directly just our feet even though you can't tell where we could be and so I printed out the entire timeline of our relationship and the very last photo was just my feet holding the ring box and rented a gallery in Tampa and tricked her, made her think that we were doing a work event and we show up and she realizes all she recognizes all the photos we walked through it and uh, i popped the question and luckily she said yes
1: <laughs> so that's okay that's awesome man that's that's amazing so did you okay so did you drop to one knee while she was looking at it or were you standing there like how, how did that whole deal transpire
0: well we walked through like an actual gallery and uh, it was all up against one wall so we we kind of walked through the whole thing then at the very end she sees the last photo, turned around. I kind of blacked out for a minute. Don't really know what I said. (laughs) And then, then I got down on one knee and, uh, asked her to marry me.
1: Dude, that's, that's so cool. So I remember you telling me that you were, that this was going to happen. And I'm like, I knew that we wanted to chat with you on the show because we have a we have a long-standing conversation, which we'll get to in just a second, about pins and their role in the design community and in the art world and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, you told me this story, and I'm like, we need to get you on the show. Like, when is this happening? And you're like, oh, you know, in two weeks. And I'm like, great. It's on a Sunday. We record on Monday.
0: Perfect. Let's make <laughs> it
1: happen. And so um, I'm so glad that you were able to make that, that work out. When I heard that you were – oh, look at that photo.
0: That's wow. really Patrick, good.
1: Patrick is pulling up. Uh, that is, that awesome. is quite a bit of photos.
0: Yeah, we have uh, sixty photos.
1: Oh my word! That is a ton of that feet. Photos. Yeah, I was
3: kind of thinking like twelve.
1: Yeah.
3: I, <laughs> yeah. So you like understand how many it is, but yeah, this is a bunch of photos.
1: Oh my gosh! I love that you. So I love the the element of it is that you you took the time to take these photos first of all, and that's cool. But then on top of that, you took the time to print them off. And you rented out a gallery, which mm-hmm. to me is like that's so BA. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! And I told a couple of friends who are who are females, females that I work with, that you were um, that this was that this was something that you were doing, and they were like, that's amazing. Like they were they, they she better say yes. Yeah, <laughs> like it yeah. Was, They they absolutely loved it.
0: Yeah, so I it was. Tell my
1: wife those things because then she'll
3: she'll judge me. So I, if I, <laughs> there's no way I let my wife listen to this episode. Yeah, sure. this will this will this will never air. <laughs> I can totally relate to the blackout thing. Mm-hmm. I had the same moment. I don't know what I said. Yeah, I
1: had to get confirmation that I got a yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he didn't get it until three weeks later. That was the weird part. Um, so, dude, that that's super. I mean, that's I never say this, but that's super baller. That's a cool move and uh congratulations on that man appreciate Um, it so the so the pin all right so i i when i met up with you i think i bought every single pin that the pin sanctuary has to offer am i wrong
0: you did except i realized i forgot to bring one and it was our pizza slice pin so i apologize (laughs) i apologize
1: I remember we were sitting there and he pulled all these pins out and he was just showing me, you know, um, like pin after pin after pin. And there's just all sorts of fun, creative, uh, cool ones, um, even some really like introspective ones and uh, that are ultra creative. And at the end, he's like, I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm going to want this one and this one. And he's like, OK. And I'm like, OK, how, how much would it be for just all of them? And he's like, wait, wait like like all of them yeah like, yeah i'm just like i just want to take all of them <laughs> he was like oh, <laughs> i'm leaving oh, with them, so <laughs> uh <laughs> i can pay you or i cannot pay you it's just up to you um yeah and which just, thank you was,
0: again by the way that was uh pretty nice
1: <laughs> um no thank you so i've i've worn them uh quite a quite a few times and uh they they always get a fun uh a fun look or two but my i think my favorite one that you do is the uh the glass half the the pessimist or the optimist Uh It's the glass that's either half full or half empty, depending on how you read it. Uh Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. And the extrovert and introvert are super fun. But, okay, so um, I'm a big pin guy. I think Patrick falls somewhere in the middle. Uh, Luke is not a big pin guy. Um, And so I need – I just want you to tell me why pins, why this whole thing happened, and where you think pins fall in, like, the echelon of art and design.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think you're
1: going to try to convince Luke now to be the ultimate pin advocate. So this is, if you'd make that happen, you, you win the day, my friend.
0: Here, here we go. So, I mean, I think it all started with, uh, I, I spotted a few people making pins and I saw, oh, that seems like just a fun idea. Like why not design something that you can wear? And then the more and more I started to see people were doing it and I realized That it's becoming almost like a new way of wearable art. And it's almost like how buying prints were so popular. It's like now you can just buy someone's illustration in pin form and wear it on your jacket or blazer, even your beanie. Boom. There you go, Luke. (laughs) And uh,
3: (laughs) he's playing to his audience. Yeah. That's That's smart. That's the reason he's a businessman and not me. That's true. Do, you, yeah. do you do primarily soft enamel? Is that where
2: you stick with?
0: Yeah, yeah. The majority of our pens are soft enamel. Uh, we, look we'll at Patrick talking like he knows what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> we like to well, experiment with other ones too, but uh, some of them, depending on what our design is, we like to give it more. It's like, All right, do we want this to have more of a jewelry look or do we want this to look more cartoony and illustrated
3: yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, like I was looking at your stuff and just thinking that it feels um, almost more hand drawn. Yeah. And I'm thinking that that's because of the soft enamel, because you actually get like um, the ridges on it from the light, I guess, because it has depth to it, yep. that it it feels a little bit more like an illustration come to life as opposed to like this uber polished.
0: Yeah, whatever. the the flat hard enamel. Yeah.
1: I will say this. So here's my pin board. It's missing a few right now um, that are on some jackets and some things presently. But here's my pin collection. You have presently. some beautiful
0: Ledbetter, uh, pins, they oh, see.
1: Yeah, dude. Um, He's got some good ones. Yeah. Um, here's the thing that I notice about when I look at the board, um, especially in my lighting, hard enamel pins, which I love. I love hard enamel pins for, for certain, for certain reasons, um, are harder to see the definition when the light hits them which you don't have any issue of when you have the soft enamel so in that regard um i think you can have um uh, you know just a different a different array of them i think my favorite coming out of um yours is this one um which i believe you gave me this Mm -hmm. one for my birthday because we met on my birthday or the day after my birthday this is the hipster chewbacca
0: yeah actually sort of looks like luke It actually yeah, looks
3: like
1: a ton like a really Luke. tan Luke.
0: <laughs> yeah. <they're
1: laughs> um, it, we all know that Luke's face has to be as white as a ghost. It's not seen the light of day in what four years? Oh, look how stark <laughs> his basement is right now. That's true. He lives in the basement. Um. Light so, hurts, guys, you, you've got I a mean, how- uh, you've got a ton of fun pins. So, um, tell everybody where they can find your pins. Tell them where they can find uh, your work and support what you do.
0: Absolutely. Uh, You can find our pins at ThePinSanctuary.com. We work with Big Cartel and sell them all through there. And you can also search us on Instagram at ThePinSanctuary. Uh, You can also find me at Derek Temple on Twitter and Instagram. And that's Derek, D-E-R-E-K, not the four R's or the Two C's.
1: <laughs> it's um, up, man. Well, dude, um, go check out his his Instagram. Uh, see all the photos of his engagement. Super fun, super cool idea. Um, I'm sure we will we will cross paths again in the future, my friend. Oh, You're definitely! Working, incredible. Go check out the pin sanctuary. Buy some pins. Send some to Luke um, for Christmas, and maybe we can win him over by uh, the new year. So <laughs> there you go. So
2: here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll give you a, an updated stance on pins uh there's too much there's just too much uh they're all good mm-hmm. and so how do you pick it just it's it's just too much and so
1: luke is over. i've decided to be out because it's luke too is much. just overwhelmed by the amount of coolness
2: that i recently is. bought a pin talked about it it's a d20 because D and uh <laughs> that's <laughs> basement, kind of where yeah. it stops yeah i mean yeah basement living uh
0: fantasy life Uh, there we go I'm gonna have to make unfortunately it's
3: black so you can't find it
1: because it's just lost in the black basement no 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 it's a a hard enamel
0: it's It's a hard enamel it's
1: (laughs) hard enamel so that thing refracts light like you have no idea absolutely let Um, me
3: say this too because you know we're gonna wrap this up and all that kind of stuff Um, uh, art's great and and we love talking to people and seeing all the cool stuff people make and all that kind of stuff Uh, way
1: better Uh, congratulations on the engagement that's way cooler yeah dude thank you very much I appreciate
0: it Yeah. yeah
1: Thanks for giving uh, for giving everybody in the future a great idea, and thanks for putting all of us who have already yeah. been married what to What are Shane, you gonna do so. for the next?
0: The next thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you can't top this one. So, I'll
3: make
0: a um, I'll make you? a pin of her.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it would be even be- on oh, that would be a corny joke. I'm gonna save it uh, so that Luke doesn't have to edit it out or just feel sad that he's there my you. friend. Um, thanks for coming on and chatting with us, man. You Absolutely, were a blast.
0: You too. I hope to do this again soon. You guys take care.
1: Up next, Master Categories. Every week we do our Master Categories, which are the tokens we drew the week before that give us the categories. And then we pick our topics based on those categories. Um, Luke, why don't you start us off? Okay. Um, I
2: got a board game. So you guys have probably heard of Bloodborne, the video game. It's like a hack and slash kind of third person. You walk around. It's super duper hard. Like you have to like be really technical on the controls and yeah. time things out right, or you're never gonna beat these bosses. It's super duper hard. Okay, well, it's very popular, and they made a card game, a board game. Um, it's made by Cool Mini or not. Um, it is awesome. I played it at Gen Con uh it's it's 2 to 5 players or 3 to 5 players sorry um you basically you go through uh you just basically go through this like um dungeon and you fight these monsters and you um you fight a certain number of monsters and then you fight a boss and that's the whole game um and what happens is every time you defeat a monster you get these things called um blood tokens um uh, and uh whoever has the most, uh, or Blood Echoes, they're called, sorry. Whoever has the most Blood Echoes at the end of the game wins. Um,
1: the Blood Echo doesn't sound great to me, if
2: I'm being honest. Yeah, so it's you get these little tokens, they're called uh, Blood Echoes, and uh, they're like kind of pearlescent, like red, uh, like marbled, um, these little plastic tokens, uh the artwork on the cards is just really good like this is the boss cards oh dang um, super duper those good.
1: those have a uh necronomicon cards feel to them oh
2: absolutely so there's there's uh five boss cards that are taller than normal playing cards, and then you have uh the regular regular playing cards that uh you know look just like a regular deck of cards um and then you have all the monsters in there and so the difference in this game and how how you play it is each player um you, you pick a weapon to use in each encounter, uh, and the weapons do certain things. Uh, there's ranged or melee weapons, and they do extra damage or have extra features depending on what weapon you pick. Um, but everybody plays um, at the same time. So you pick your weapon, and then uh, and then when everybody's ready, you, you attack, and... Um, it goes in in a semicircle based on whoever's the, or it goes in a clockwise based on whoever's the first player and um if you are melee uh you get your blood first um and only each creature only has a certain amount of blood so depending on what you pick um you might not get blood tokens uh for for beating the monster, even if you survive, um, and so there's a little bit of strategy of like what to play when, um, certain things are more powerful. How long does it take to play this game? Uh, it's super fast. It takes maybe uh, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes to play through the game. Oh, dang! Okay, um, yeah, that is it's, fast. Yeah, it's um, but it's really really good, and um, everybody has this board that you collect. Uh, you're collecting like three different things that augment your powers and then you store your blood tokens uh if you don't store like you can collect your blood tokens and then you bank them if you don't bank them if you die you lose all those blood tokens so there's a mechanic in the game to like remember to bank your stuff so you don't lose it um it's really really simple um and then the only other mechanic that's cool is the boss all the bosses have uh these dice um that you roll on, and depending on, you know, green is easy, yellow is more difficult, and red is super hard. Uh, but the the die have pluses on them in certain spots. So if you roll, and let's say you roll uh, a one with a plus, you roll it again. And then you c- accumulate and keep adding to it like a, a two plus, and you roll again. And you keep going until uh, you don't you roll have a no plus, more so pluses. there's chances there's a chance that a boss that would normally be like maybe two would be up to like a six or a seven uh, and then be way harder to beat. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, this really quick explanation might be a little hard to follow, uh, but the game looks great and is super easy to play. Uh, three to five people. Um, it's fast, and uh, if you like Bloodborne and that kind of world that they create, this is right in line with it. It's really fun, so you can get it uh, at your local game store, Walmart, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble. Uh, well, maybe not Walmart. Maybe I can't remember if I saw it. Where there.
3: did you say that you picked it up from again? Did you? I you got didn't it at Books a Million. I was gonna say you didn't actually kickstart it. I remember no, no, when no, it no. was. I remember when it was going through the whole like Kickstarter area, and I remember thinking like how frankly complicated it looked because there were so many pieces. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I, I don't know if, like, in design that changed a little bit because I remember I remember kind of reading about that too. But to me now, and maybe it's just because I've played a lot more board games since then, it doesn't seem like there's that many pieces. Um, you know, there's a lot of blood tokens, uh, but there's more, like, cards, and you have, like, a health counter, but there's not really a whole lot to keep track of.
3: I yeah, wonder maybe. if a lot of that just went to Kickstarter backers only, though. Then that may be what happened. Is sure. that that was like special for just them? I guess I have this assumption with Kickstarter that if you hit, you know, if you hit a new uh, gate or whatever, mm-hmm. that um, that goes into the final product. But I guess it's possible that's not the case. So.
2: Yeah, and I, I guess I think that just depends on what the manufacturer decides, because some of them can just be like, "Well, no, it's more cost effective to not include that in all of the games." So. Yeah, but anyway, it's super good. You can order it on Amazon or whatever. So Blood pick it up. Born. It's fun. Is that how <laughs> it's super duper fun. That's how you say that's it. how it. you say it. Yeah, no, I think that's right okay. how you say it. Cool. Um, Andrew. Yes, sir. I threw it to Patrick. Sure. I'm going to throw it to Patrick
1: again. Awesome. I'd like to listen to him talk Perfect. with his mouth parts. Yeah, so I was
3: man, I was hoping this week for another new movie. You know, um, the old the old spin Luke and I have a uh, a standing movie date every week, but um, you know the the world had other plans. You stand in the theater. That's yeah, kind of a dead move, date. bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <I> don't like <laughs> we just that. hold hands and stand <laughs> in the corner. But um, but yeah. So actually, this week I picked up a new streaming service. So I've talked about Sling TV um, before. And, uh, you know, I had some frustration with it. Uh, last time I had it, I thought the interface was uh, pretty rough to use. and But, I mean, the, the benefit was that I, I got channels I couldn't get otherwise. But I've now... Um, but last time when I talked about Sling, I mentioned that there were some other people that also had competing services in development. And I was very excited for what those looked like. And one of those just came out. And it's DirecTV Now. So DirecTV Now uh you know we're familiar with direct tv as far as the the you know satellite dish yes but direct tv now allows you to get direct tv channels uh over internet uh you can you know download the satellite required no satellite required Um, uh and you can be up and running in just a few minutes so this i think just launched honestly within the last like three
1: weeks or so i was gonna say i have direct tv and i don't feel like i've heard of this yet (laughs)
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's very new, and uh, and they're being very aggressive to sign people up. So let me, a um, broader picture, they have four packages available. They run from $35 to $70. The package that would be the $60 tier, it's what they call their Go Big tier, they have an entry price of $35 a month for it right now, um, so making it the same price as the cheapest one. It's 100 channels. Um, and so it includes all the base ones. The base ones are like ESPN, TNT, FX, MTV, a bunch of those, but it also includes things like, um, DIY and, uh, Nat Geo and Sundance and IFC and, uh, cooking and, um, dude, it's, it's a ton of stuff. So for $35 a month, you get a hundred channels. It's a stupid good lineup. Also for just $5 extra a month, you can get HBO. For another $5, which means you get access to HBO Go as well, for another $5 a month, you can get Cinemax if you want to. And all of these that you get, because it is DirecTV, you you have a subscription service, so you can then get all the apps for the individual channel, just like HBO Go has an app, Fox has its own app, where you can like... Um... Everything has their own app now. Yeah, exactly. So, But the point is, this is going to give you access to that. So. I am now... I went ahead and got HBO as well because I was paying $15 a month for just for HBO Now. Sure. Well, now I'm paying $40 a month and I get 100 channels and I get HBO Go. Well, on top of that, if you prepay one month of service, you get an Amazon Fire Stick. That's fine, whatever. If you prepay three months of service, which I did, you get a fourth generation Apple TV. 32 gig Apple TV. What? That's, <laughs> that's 140 bucks. So you can... I just spent... I prepaid three months with HBO. That's That's $40 a month. That's $120. And they're now sending me a fourth-gen Apple TV, which is worth $140. And the Fire Stick? No, I think I get just the Apple TV. Mm. You can pick one month for the Fire Stick Uh, or three months for the Apple TV. You should
1: push for both.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So this is stupid. On top of that, okay, so all of this... And again, this is introductory because they just released it. They say that as long as you never cancel service they'll never raise your price. You'll get to keep the introductory price. What? That's what their spokesperson said. Wow. It's in the the quotes the article whatever. Um they are pushing hard to get people to their service. And again, they haven't I don't think they've said when, but it could be a month from now whatever, this is going to jump back up to $60 a month. So right now you can get it for 35 bucks a month 100 channels uh, and add on HBO for $5. Honestly, it was a no-brainer. So I downloaded the app uh, literally signed up, the app downloaded in just a couple minutes. It's like it's like downloading Candy Crush, whatever, and uh, and then you just start watching TV. So I personally like the interface. Now um, it's HD. It appears to be HD streaming. They offer uh, 5.1 surround sound with their streaming. Um, you cannot DVR right now, but it will let you pause some stuff, and you do get replays for everything. Um, but I think some of the replays are 72 hours later. So you would want to, like, for instance, use the actual HBO Go app, which you would get access to to do the watch like it, it, well, you could watch it live either way, I guess. but the point is if like your replay was going to be available next day on the app, you might want to use the app instead of DirecTV. Does that make sense? But you get access sure. to it is my point. So but yeah, you can watch live TV, you have the full guide. Um, you can set favorite channels, stuff like that. Now, uh, again,
2: th- you said there's on demand, not everything's on demand.
3: So from what I can tell, everything's on demand. I think it's what they call replay for shows,
2: gotcha. but, you,
3: but you can't DVR. So like, for instance, uh, okay. if you're going to miss something that's coming on live, you might have to wait 72 hours before it goes on the replay. Then you can watch it on replay, gotcha, but gotcha, gotcha. you might have okay. that, like, that window where you miss it. That's the whole sure. point so so you can pause um, live
1: tv you just can't record it and pause it later
3: yes okay. and you can you can pause it for i don't know how long you can pause it for i think you know if you used to have DirecTV back in the like actual like satellite direct tv i think you could pause like 30 minutes or something like that and then it would jump to live tv it's going to be a similar thing you're going to have a window of a minute or a couple minutes or whatever where you can pause it before it starts jumping back to live tv <laughs> Uh, but all the streams seem to work really well. The the menu is really fluid. It's a little confusing. I mean, there's like zero directions for all this. If you go to DirecTV's website, directtvnow.com, literally the only thing you can do is give an email address and a password. There's no information to sign up. Then when you actually hit the app, it's the same thing. There's no freaking directions. I mean, like, I, I'll be honest. like I had to, I had to fumble around for a bit. Cause like I would accidentally hit a button on the Apple TV and I would do something and I would not know how to go back and do that thing.
1: Do you think it's because um, you're not, so th- you specifically are technologically kind of behind the eight ball?
3: <laughs> I think they're taking the Snapchat approach to UI design right now. <laughs> um, but that being said, spend some time with it. You'll get used to it and then it'll make sense. Uh, again, I'm super happy with the purchase and for that price, there's, like, what am I going to complain about? It's it's great. As long as the, the streams seem to work fine so far, the quality is good. So, yeah, they don't have DVR. I, I can't set reminders for shows. But maybe that comes in version 2 of the software. Maybe that comes in version 3 of the software. I'm just pumped that I get all these channels, high-quality streams, live TV for that price. Pretty great. So... I'm pumped, and this is going to be good for everybody. I mean, DirecTV being very aggressive with their pricing, very aggressive with their platform, is going to make Sling have to be more aggressive. It's going to make View have to be more aggressive. This is just – this type of stuff is just going to help all of us. So um, anyway, so that's my I think. It sounds like a big ad, but it is because I really like the service so far. And I think it's a great price, and again, the, the stuff that's missing – it's cheap enough right now that you, you really can't complain and you're going to get it later anyway they're going to they'll end up adding things like reminders and stuff and updates so well, um, i think yeah. i
1: think this would be a good time to to jump in and say this episode is brought to you by uh direct tv now and <laughs> so uh
3: only if they add the fire stick <laughs> I think that's, if a fire stick shows up on my doorstep
1: then this oh, episode will I, be brought i think we could maybe by. make a fire stick show up on your doorstep um that's awesome all right are you going to toss it over to me I it. round this thing out yeah, uh,
3: absolutely. Uh Andrew, your turn. Okay. Um, so uh, last
1: week I got Can I the... just
3: throw something in real quick yeah, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mentioned Candy Crush and I have no one I can talk to about it. And I feel like there's gotta be at least one person that watches our that listens to our show and plays Candy Crush. I don't Crush. know, we have
1: a pretty discerning audience.
2: <laughs> and
3: I just want you to know I do play. I played for a while. Um, I finally got my first jackpot, and it took me 1,885 levels to get my first jackpot. What's a jackpot? It's, you, you can spin the wheel every day to get a prize, and it's just this really hard prize to get, and it took me 1,885 levels you to get, get this prize.
2: What is it? What do you get? It gives
3: you like four of everything. And yeah. it was I took screenshots. I was so happy, and then I realized I had no one in my life I could tell about it because <laughs> they would just laugh at me. <laughs> uh, but similar what to what's happening right now. So maybe one person will laugh at me. I mean, I'm
2: super excited for you.
1: Thank you. It was a big moment. Andrew, go ahead. Okay, I'll go. Um, so, this week I had the opportunity to go to the Mondo Nickelodeon show. So, uh, um, if you follow what we do at all, we're, we're uh, friends with the Mondo crew and love what they put out. And so, uh, this week they were doing an homage to, um, honestly, the, the shows that we grew up with. The three of us on this show and um, and dozens and dozens, at least, of our listeners um, grew up with these properties. Uh, so, they were there was Nickelodeon. Nope, that's not what I meant to say. Say. There was Rocco's Modern Life, Ah, Real Monsters, um, a little bit of Rugrats, not a ton. Um, Ren and Stimpy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Spongebob SquarePants. And um it was there was some Avatar Last Airbender as well. Um, and it was so Cool. To be able to go to this show, I I had the opportunity um, to get, you know, to get in early. They give us the press, um, the press access, which is awesome. Um, So thank you, uh, all of you guys over there at Mondo. Um, But right when I walked in, the first couple things that I noticed um, were even before the art was that our friend Brock Otterbacher was there. So that was a happy, a happy accident that he was there. I mean, he knew he was going to be there. I just didn't. Um, and our friend Mitch Putnam. So these are the two Mondo guys who don't live in Austin. They live elsewhere and they, they were Mm -hmm. in town for the show and for some other stuff. And so they were there. So that was, that was fun to be able to chat chat them up um got to see a uh, jason freeney do you remember back when we talked with jason and he talked about um how he got he got to work on a spongebob thing he wasn't sure if it was ever gonna see the light of day and everything yeah well i got to see that in person and it was super awesome that's um, awesome. so there's, a, this is
3: like, this is an original piece. you got, This isn't like a mold from his piece. It was no, an this is
1: his original. And then they're going to be doing something. Brock was very, um, intentionally vague, um, about some stuff. And, uh, but there, there might be a Spongebob, a Jason Freeney Spongebob. Uh, um, I think they call them like x-rays or cutaways or whatever. That's like half of his body is, um, like skeleton, you can see all this stuff. Um, so that piece was really, really neat. We also got to see the final production piece of Donatello and Leonardo um, from Mondo, and those will be hitting um, hitting people's houses very, very shortly. Um, I got to see the Mausers, um, and it was just so it man, it was cool. All the toys and stuff were cool, but then all of the artwork was just you know I have a hard time with artwork anyway, right? Like I go to these things and I just want to own everything that's on the walls. And I went sure. in, I went into this thing. Very intentionally. Now, this is one of the first times that I've gone into a Mondo show recently where I wasn't fully sure what all I was going to see. Um, mm-hmm. in recent past, we've had, you know, the artists and things on the show previously. And we've been, we have been privy to some of what the show was going to have to offer. Well, this time, this show kind of snuck up on us. And, um, so I went in kind of blind, but, um, I was like, okay, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna buy one piece. Like I, I said, I'm gonna buy one piece and that's it. Um, I had a pretty good idea of what piece that was gonna be. I thought I had seen all of what the Ninja Turtle pieces were gonna be. Um, I was, I did not. Um, so, um, the piece, I ended up walking out with two pieces. Um, one of the pieces is a piece called, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it's by Rosemary Valero O'Connell. And, um, I'm just gonna try to hold it up and show it to you because uh, it, me explaining it won't do it justice. We'll post a picture of it on my Instagram, and you can you can find it there.
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I yep. saw. So, well, so you you put this piece into Slack leading up to it. That's the variant, correct? Yes.
1: So that's the variant for those of you who are just listening to this and not being Luke or Patrick. It is a very cartoony. Um, no, I by I, I by that I was saying I realized what you meant afterwards, okay. yeah. <laughs> I got it now. Um the piece is it's cartoony but it also has um some some bouts of realism to it. Um it's very stylized, but it's the turtles sitting on top of a a, a rooftop, it's at night, there's a nightscape. Um they're on top of a pizza shop in uh in New York and they and e- they are in color. Everything else is in this like muted like Teal color, um, but it's beautiful. It's cute. It's fun. Um, it's kind of one of those pieces that anybody in the family could enjoy. Um, so there's that piece, and then here's the other piece. So prior to the show uh, opening, they posted a uh, there was a reveal from uh, uh, Sachin Tang. I don't know if that's if I'm pronouncing his name right, um, but he's a Japanese artist, I believe he's a Japanese artist, and um, he did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Zen print which was the four turtles, but they were in their shells, so it was just shells stacked up in a Zen garden on top of each other with with their swords and their, their weapons. Um, mm-hmm. So I saw that one and I thought, okay, that's pretty cool, but like, it was just wasn't necessarily my, my gig. But when I got there, he did another version, so there was the Zen version, and then there was the samurai version. And here's the samurai version.
3: I'm excited about this one, because I've seen the Zen one, Oh. oh,
1: yeah that one's yeah.
3: Cr- so wait is that under like almost like in the sewer is the deal like yep. yeah can you see the sewer lit up at the top yeah it took it took me a second it almost looked like clouds or something above I, them but yeah that's I like wish, concrete pavement yeah
1: i wish that there wasn't a, a glare on the i already have these framed i wish there wasn't a glare on the glass because you could see the detail of it but um it's painted so when I first walked up to it, I looked at it and I thought, well, first of all, I have to own this. And then second of all, it was like, oh, this must be a jaclay. Because of how smooth it looked, it looked like it was just a scanned version of a painting, like a traditional Japanese painting. It has very soft lines um, mm-hmm. and just the overlays and everything. It just felt very, I just thought, oh, this is cool. It's it's a jaclay. I've never seen uh, Mondo do a jaclay, but cool whatever and then I looked and it said screen print on it so I asked Eric Garza who's one of the uh, production managers there and uh, I said dude what is up with this print and he he's like yeah we couldn't believe it we couldn't believe how how he just sends over I guess the artist sent over a painting of both of these the Zen one and the samurai version um, sent over a painting and then they gave it to their printers And I think they had someone other than DNL printing or D yeah, I think it's DNL. I think they had someone new print these or someone different anyway. Um, I don't see it on the print right now, but, um, he said that they essentially had to then take it and separate all of it and make screens. And they were just really, really impressed with how this whole thing came out and all the tones, like the tonal value of it is very muted. It feels like it was painted with like a traditional Japanese brush, on traditional like Japanese canvas, but it's a screen print, and it's the Ninja Turtles, and it's oh my gosh, it's just amazing. So, um, the artwork from the show is is going live on Mondo's website today. If you're listening to this on episode on the day that the episode airs, the first batch of stuff is going live today. There's a bunch of pins, a bunch of Ninja Turtle pins. There's a Reptar pin that I that I bought. Um, I think they're up for pre order. Because they probably sold out at the actual gallery show, um, but you can get a whole slew of pins. There's some SpongeBob stuff that's incredible and fun. There's some C. O'Neill stuff that we um, that are like original sketches that have been scanned and then um, uh, screen printed. Um, if you if you like ah uh, real monsters, there's like a. a uh, Dave Pirelli piece he also did a Ren and Stimpy piece he also did a Rocco's Modern Life piece he also did a Ninja Turtles piece so Dave Pirelli knocking it out of the park for this show also it was fun they had the big um, they had the big nose from Family Double Dare where you could reach up inside of it uh, so it just Mondo knows how to did put did you win a- anything? I didn't reach my hand up in there um, I, I have made a va- why, why? were you listen, Mitch Putnam was in I there I have a hard rule about anything that Mark Summers has had his hand in um, that's just <laughs> <laughs> that's just a hard rule and um, I mean
2: that's pretty good advice
1: <laughs> so um, Mondo knows how to do a show uh, all the walls were painted uh, like the bright Nickelodeon orange it was so fun it was so great um, and as always beer provided by Austin Beer Works so did anybody get slimed? Um so no the next day they had like a family deal and and they had this uh, science group from Austin come out and teach people how to make slime Um, so that was fun they did face painting they had a whole family event on Saturday so anyway thank you guys for Mondo go buy some of this stuff it's incredible Um, I'll be posting pictures of it Um, their website will have a bunch of stuff of it on there Um, but anyway a ton of fun All right, so that's it for our master categories which means that's it for our episode you can find us on mf1podcast.com where you can find show notes And links to all the stuff that we talked about There's also some fun stuff Coming up this week We're doing a new thing um, with some friends For the month of um, December We are doing the Master of One Podcast Holiday Meal Time with Friends And we are collaborating This is really fun Totally new Totally different for us We are collaborating with three Really talented food people um, To bring you some holiday meal recipes And um, some products So uh, you'll want to go to Mofonepodcast.com And find out more information about that You can find the recipes on there Um, We'll talk more about that As the week uh, Next week Right before Christmas We'll talk more about that But um, um Uh, Keep your eye out for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. Also, we have some stuff to give away. We had our Arsenal Handicraft uh, competition last week and it concluded and we picked our winner. They are already being contacted by Arsenal Handicraft and they are sending this stuff out. So they will have this in time for Christmas, Um, but we want to tell everybody who the winner is. Um, so, uh, we, uh, pulled up all of the entries and did a random number generator and picked, um, based off that random number generator. And, uh, the winner of the Arsenal Handicraft glow in the dark scuba print is, <gasps> I thought someone else Was gonna say it I'll just go ahead And say it <laughs> It's It's I don't wanna pronounce His name because Yeah I don't it, think any, it wrong. I don't think Anybody did That was part of my I learned <laughs> my lesson With oh my Gosh, uh, And that's As far as I'll go now So Taddy Pappy um, Is mm, who won Pappy. Aaron Aaron Blythe And I'm not even sure That's how you say Your last name For real um, But Aaron Blythe Taddy. I don't P- even know That you want your name Said yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know Congratulations uh, You win the print It's It's Already, as as you're hearing this, it's already on your way to your doorstep or on the way to your doorstep, uh, courtesy of Arsenal Handicraft. So check out their work. If you didn't win and you still want the print, you can still buy one. Hey, go figure. Uh, go to their website and purchase one, and you can potentially still get it in time for the holidays. Um, so. This is our month of Secret Santa, and so we've had lots of fun with it so far. We have some more stuff to give away. Um, this week yeah. is a special week for all of you Star Wars fans, because this is Rogue One week. Um, so we've been waiting for it for, gosh, the last year. Um, just been waiting with bated breath for for a new Star Wars. And so in light of that, we have our Baby It's Cold Out in a Galaxy far, Farfara giveaway um, that we are doing to give away some Star Wars Rolls off the tongue like nothing else it 's just you know it, it feels more and more produced every week <laughs> we are we are making it happen um it's less here 's what I should say it's less and less that we can just make this stuff up on the go. We have to be way more intentional these days and and I guess it's good for for most people for me it's like oh my gosh, trying to remember all this stuff, but um, the giveaway nonetheless is happening uh, We have a handmade uh quilt made by None other than Patrick's uh mom. Would you, would you call her They're mom? My mom. Okay, yeah, cool. exactly. Um, I call her. Well, I call her uh, mama. But yeah, um, like. <laughs> go. Why don't you? Why don't you explain exactly what it is? That would make sense. So Listen, it, it's, that
2: lady can make some breakfast. Can I just say that? She. I just the two sure things she that can everyone make. Are, <laughs> everyone
1: knows that.
3: Yeah, eggs and quilts. That's what <laughs> and she's some working
1: biscuits, on. Some
3: it's I'm like, sorry. It's I got excited ex- about
1: the biscuits and gravy. <laughs>
3: My mom is a lovely woman. Um, I would put her above Dorothy Mantooth, honestly, and um, she makes quilts. That's that's one thing she loves doing. It it's her talent. Some people spray paint and and some people make quilts, you know, whatever. And she makes quilts. And she's been doing Star Wars quilts lately because uh, that you know that's what that's what the grandkids are into. So I have. Um, to give away a Star Wars quilt. This is for a full-size adult human and it has um it this is like this is the current Star Wars. Yeah, this is Force Awakens like, Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Force Awakens First Order Star Wars. Stormtrooper action on there.
3: Exactly. And then it's uh you know, obviously it's like really the batting is just so comfortable. And then uh, the back of it is the Star Wars logo. We'll post a picture. Like, this will go up on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. It's a freaking awesome quilt. So this is something that, you know, normally these things cost like like 80, 100 bucks, whatever, to get one of these. And you can get one for free.
1: Yeah. Which is just Just a little. You know, honestly, for just a little bit of your time.
3: So we yeah almost nothing so and and people and prints are are like people love art prints and stuff like that um but there's a little bit of the well maybe it's not the artists I like or maybe I'm Luke and I'm not a pen guy or or whatever it is um everybody needs but, to be warm. Everyone needs to be warm, and everybody loves Star Wars. So <laughs> this is like universal right this, here.
1: Uh, this this hits on all on all cylinders. On, on top of that, so we want to celebrate the, the the winter, and we want to celebrate Star Wars. And what better way to do that with a quilt? But then also, um, from our friend Omgarsh, uh, Omgarsh, uh, Mark Bowden, we have a we have some pins to give away. Some Star Wars Mickey uh, Rogue. Rogue squadron pins, I believe that's what they're called. Um, so just in time, red one, that's what red one pins, um, to give away too. So, um, here's how you win it. So here's how you can win that stuff. Um, you can go and we just want to see in any medium, doesn't have to be on paper, doesn't have to be sculpted, doesn't have to be, you know, it can be a quilt. It could be a quilt. (laughs) How ironic. Um, but, uh, here's what we want to see. We want to see your artwork translating somebody or some people or some characters from the rogue one film into a cold uh into a cold environment so think of like the rogue one characters but on hoth and um we want to see some artwork uh based on that and so go to m of OnePodcast.com. um that's not what i was gonna say just tag it m of one hashtag m of one santa and we will be able to see all of the entries that way go do that on instagram um that's gonna be an instagram uh uh deal so if you don't have instagram just sign up for instagram it's free um but but uh Go ahead and put that on there. We want to see your works in progress. If you're not part of the Slack channel, go on there um, and post your work in progress. Uh, But you can win some cool stuff. You've got a week to do it. So next uh, Monday will be the cutoff for this. We will announce it on Tuesday's episode um, and hopefully get this blanket and pinned to you before the holidays so you can snuggle up with the ones you love um, at the Roaring Fire and read all the Star Wars books. Or watch the movie yeah. You can watch the movies too That's the freaking life Right and That's what it's all about Maybe we'll throw in A bag of popcorn too Just to make a nice movie Date out of it for you um, So uh, go ahead and do that You can also join us On our Slack community To just be a part Of the everyday conversation Go to Mofonepodcast.com Slash Slack To get an invite Into that You can Like we said before Join us on Patreon Patreon.com Slash Mofonepodcast Follow us on social media Mofonepodcast On all the different platforms But primarily um, Especially for the Contest, you want to be on our Instagram to get on there. Oh my gosh, so many different things going on. Go just check out our website and uh, you'll be able to find all that stuff on there. Another thing you need to do is go to iTunes and Stitcher and subscribe. When you subscribe, it helps us a ton. And then what else helps us a ton, Patrick? Rating and reviewing.
3: And uh, here's the thing it doesn't take you much time. And when we're talking about seconds, maybe a minute, two if you're slow Uh, in 45 minutes if you're doc or my mom (laughs) just leave us a review just tell us what you think about the show good good bad and different give us advice uh beard trimming suggestions whatever leave us a review it means a lot leave us a rating We super appreciate it. Yep.
1: Um, But honestly, guys, there's a thousand ways to connect with us. We just want you to be a part of what we have going on. There's a fantastic community of people. It's just thanks to you guys for making it happen. And uh, guys, let's just get out of this episode. Nothing else can be said. uh, For our brand new, uh, newly engaged friend, Derek Temple, I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. Peace out. Bye.
2: Hold on to your butt. It's a
1: beautiful night. We're looking for something dumb to do. Hey, baby. I think I want to marry you. Is it the look in your eyes?